Hello and welcome to Daring Greatly podcast. I am Tsepa Manje. Thank you for choosing to spend your time with me. If you're new around here, I haven't done so yet. Please follow or subscribe to the podcast on whichever platform you're listening to me on. Also, please leave a comment or review. 5 stars would be greatly appreciated. <laughs> In this episode, I'll be talking about self-discipline. I know this topic didn't have me very excited either. But I've come to learn that self-discipline is the root that anchors all of our heart's desire. So it is very important in our journey of becoming to be able to cultivate self-discipline. What I mean is that without self-discipline, we are unable to create the reality we wish to live in. So in this episode, I'll be going through eight practical tools we can use to cultivate self-discipline in order to willfully, intentionally and consistently direct our behavior. You know, when I think about self-discipline or at least when I used to think about self-discipline, it always had a negative connotation for me. I think back to primary school days when teachers would tell me that I'm quite naughty. Of course, that's not how I would have interpreted myself, but teachers used to say that I was a naughty kid and I needed to be disciplined. So, when I would get punished in primary school, I'd be told that I'm being disciplined. So from then the word just had this negative connotation in a way kind of triggering. <laughs> But as a point of departure, I want us to redefine what discipline is. In psychological literature, self-discipline is defined as effortful regulation of the self by the self. The key word in this definition is effortful. It is also defined as the ability to suppress impulsive or conditioned responses. in the service of a higher goal and that such a choice is not automatic but rather requires conscious effort again we come across the word effort what is quite clear at this moment is that whatever discipline is it requires some sort of active participation another thing that is made clear in this latter definition is that discipline is the ability to stop impulsive responses that go against our commitments put differently it is the capacity to delay gratification so that you can meet your long term goals so self discipline is very important to help us keep us on track towards accomplishing the things that we want to accomplish it is what keeps you going it is what keeps you doing the things that you need to be doing so that you accomplish your long term goal it is only through self discipline that we are able to control our lives and it is only through self discipline that we are able to let go of things that are beyond our control so to conclude our redefining of self discipline it is the ability to make empowered choices which will improve all areas of our lives <laughs> i keep saying we and our because as i'm speaking through this i know that these are lessons that i am learning right now and i am working through in my own life especially it being the beginning of the year i'm trying to go into this year more self disciplined being able to get control of my mind and get control of my body in a way that directs it into only doing or expressing in behaviors that feed to my ultimate goal anyway here they are the eight practical ways to cultivate self discipline number 1 developing self awareness it is important to step back and study your own behavior 
In order for you to know how to change your behavior, you need to know what your behavior is like. It's about monitoring your patterns, your behaviors, your triggers. Know how you move so that when you want to implement change, you know where to direct it. You can do this by tracking your habits. For the first few days, keep track of the habits you want to change. See how, when, and where this behavior arises, and also record how you react. Through developing self-awareness, you will become better at recognizing distractions and destructive behavior. Once you are in a state of awareness, you are empowered to make better decisions because you are no longer behaving or acting from a state of unconsciousness. Number two, regular physical exercise. Wait, wait, don't run away. <laughs> you heard me right. Regular physical exercise. And I'll tell you why. Self-discipline is a practice. Therefore, we can enhance our capacity for self-control or self-discipline by merely practicing it. The more you practice it, the better you get at it. Physical exercise is an easily accessible way to practice. If you tell yourself, I'm going to run three kilometers a day, showing up for that run is the practice. You are training your mind and body to see through your own intentions. You are training yourself to stick to your word. And like I say, physical exercise is an easily accessible way to keep practicing this. The key here is not to overwhelm yourself with what you think physical exercise should look like. Often when we think about physical exercise, we're thinking about gym memberships and people pumping iron. But no, this is not what I'm talking about here. Start easy, start small. The practice, at least in the beginning, is about showing up. Holding yourself accountable for showing up for the exercise. So even if it's a walk around your neighborhood, even if it's a few stretches in the morning, the principle here that we're trying to instill is showing up consistently and that is how we practice discipline number three have a routine it is much easier to direct our behavior if we know exactly what we should be doing routines are important for keeping us accountable and also for creating some certainty however it may be difficult to account for every hour from the morning to the evening in that case i recommend having a morning routine and an evening routine Again, these are easily accessible ways to practice self-discipline, to be intentional and consistent in the way that you start your day and in the way that you send yourself off at night. Put very simply, here it is about going to bed and waking up at the same time every day. Creating that consistent routine is a practice of self-discipline. Number four, set goals and intentions. It is pointless to sit in a car and have no idea where you are going and how you plan to get there. Setting goals is what solidifies our purpose, or rather the reason for doing what we are doing. Our why is very important in practicing self-discipline. It is what we remind ourselves when it is difficult to get out of bed in the morning. We need to set short-term goals and long-term goals, and set daily intentions that keep us moving in the direction of our goals. For example, a goal can be to finish a research paper in two months. The intention is writing five pages a day until you're done. Make sure that your goals are specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely.
Number five, keep a journal. This tip relates to developing self-awareness. It is important to engage in conscious reflection. Do not overthink it, especially in the beginning. I know that with journaling, it can tend to feel like there is a right way or wrong way to go about it. That is simply not true. The reflective journaling I'm talking about here is merely writing about how your day was. At the end of each day, as a part of your evening routine, write how your day was. The prompt at the top of each entry can simply be, how was your day? And then fill in the answer truthfully. Write about the challenges you may have faced, how you overcame, and write about the day's victories. This, again, is a daily practice which in and of itself develops self-discipline. But also, you're able to examine your days and weeks. You're able to step back and observe where you went right, where you went wrong, and where you can improve on your behaviors to remain more disciplined. Number six, factor in rest. I repeat, factor in rest. This is something that I learned was very important through my own journaling, actually. I found that I'd be productive or disciplined for three or four days, and then I'd go back to being unproductive. This would be accompanied by feelings of shame. I'd find myself wondering why I couldn't stay focused and start internalizing that shame as being somewhat inadequate. Then from this mental position, it becomes so difficult for me to get into my routine again. But upon reflection, I realized that it wasn't because I was incapable to stay productive. It's just that I needed to schedule in rest. I needed to make my resting days intentionally a part of my routine. This tip is rooted in self-compassion. Throughout this whole journey, it is important that we remain kind to ourselves. Number seven, inspirational intake. Hashtag representation matters. Surround yourself with things that inspire you and keep you going. Follow social media pages of people succeeding in what you're trying to achieve. Read biographies and stories of people who have dared greatly in whatever you are trying to do. Attend conferences if needs be. Surround yourself with empowered people. See the successes that you want to achieve in other people. It is important for us to see our goals as lived realities in order to affirm their possibility in us. Number eight. The last practical tool to cultivate self-discipline is an affirmation. And that affirmation is this. I have an unlimited ability to control my behavior. I have an unlimited ability to control my behavior. When you find yourself moving in a misdirected way, you say to yourself, I have an unlimited ability to control my behavior. And then choose differently. This affirmation is important because it acts as a call to awareness and an opportunity to realize that you are empowered to choose differently. To recap, the eight practical tools to cultivate self-discipline are 1. Developing self-awareness 2. Regular physical exercise 3. Having a routine, at least a morning and an evening routine 4. Setting goals and intentions. Five, keeping a journal. Six, factor in rest. Seven, inspirational intake. Eight, 
affirm that you have an unlimited ability to control your behavior. In closing, the journey of cultivating self-discipline is a journey inward. It is about understanding self. As the Fresh Prince Will Smith puts it, we cannot win the war against the world if we cannot win the war against our own mind. Again, thank you for choosing to spend your time listening to Daring Greatly podcast. You can connect with the podcast on Twitter by following at DaringGreatlyPC and you can follow Daring Media ZA on Instagram for more engaging content. I love you for listening. Goodbye. This is a Daring Media production.